It's time for Measure Twice on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. Here's your hosts, Chris Kramer, Joel Graber, and Casey Hendrickson. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. This is Measure Twice, where we help you envision your home's potential. You can find us online at mtwiceshow.com. Brought to you by Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood. Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982. And online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And Hoosier Hardwood. Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. So Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling is back. We've got Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. I'm Casey Hendrickson. What's up, guys? How you doing? Good. All right. So it's been a couple weeks since we had a new episode recording again. Yes. Yeah. We're always Thanks like Joel. I, yeah, I that, think, was, that was me. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Chris had, had his vacay. You had your vacay. Yeah. And I will have one in July. So I think we've got a nice little stretch here where we can actually get this going. Okay, good. Uh, and the podcasts now available at mtwiceshow.com as well. So not just the previous week's episode. But And I only had access to the episodes that I've been there. So you can go back and uh, you can now get the full episode. So if you missed uh, a show a couple of weeks ago or something like that, go back, check it out, uh, and we're uploading those. So if we're a little bit behind when you go look right now, trust me, it'll be all caught up here in next week or so. So great option for everybody out there. All right, so I was sitting here, and I was running through, all right, let's do some, you know, figure out what we're going to talk about and everything else. And I ran into... A story from Fargo, North Dakota, don't you know? <laughs> and North Dakota's actually sued a former Fargo home remodeling contractor because we talk about this sometimes, like during our commercial breaks, that some of the horror stories that you guys have run into and some of the, the bad contractors. Yeah. We've talked about a lot about how this is a word of mouth business. And who did we have in here recently that they said they'd never advertised? Uh, Jim, Jim yeah. never advertised. He's been in business with 30 years or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Never advertised, just word of mouth. And how that's the best advertising that you can get. Um, well, I don't know what this company was doing. They were sued by North Dakota for not starting or completing the projects of at least 10 customers that the state is aware of. So they took the money. They never started these projects, or they did start them. Which is, I mean, this is basically daytime court TV, right? Oh, yeah. I hired oh, yeah. this person to do the project, and then yeah. they were there for two days, and then they never came back. Well, I had another job. Yeah. And then they never, <laughs> they never came back. And it's always, they look at the judge, like, oh, I had another job. What's, okay, six months later, why didn't you finish? I had another job. <laughs> it's like, all right. Wow. Um, Tim Rosine suddenly closed a place called Studs to Rugs last fall. Hey, that could be the name of your naked room. There, uh, studs. <laughs> there you go. I'm not sure how many studs are going to be in there. <laughs> I'm assuming you mean two by fours for studs. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the lawsuit was filed in district court in Fargo. It accuses it accuses them of 43 violations of consumer protection laws, uh, and the claims total nearly 300 grand. Wow. That's and that's just what they know of, right? right? So this is just right. a case that they were able to build against these people. And I, so I'm just mentioning this in passing to Joel, and Joel rails off like three things that have happened recently that oh, yeah. he's run into with bad contractors. And so what I wanted to do is just kind of, you know, generally weren't really even planning on talking about this, but we figured that we would kind of go into, hey, this is maybe some warning signs you have to look out for. <laughs> now, we've talked about it, like when you call somebody, you're like, hey, I need to remodel my kitchen, and they show up at your house to do the work. 
not to do a walkthrough, but to right. do the work in 30 minutes, probably not a great sign. Right. Especially now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. But, um, you know, what are some of the other things, too, that maybe you have to look out for? What are some of the stuff that you've run into lately in your respective industries? And, I, you know, I was thinking of Chris the other day because I ran into a whole article about how kids had designed the color palette of a bunch of remodels. Are you serious? It was some promotional thing. And so they let the kids pick the color palette. That would have been interesting. And, and so I was like, oh, my God, Chris would have a heart attack and die. It would be it would be like me walking into one of his projects with a couple of rattle cans of Placid Dip. I mean, he would absolutely <laughs> have a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, but it was, you know, it, it's, but again, these are very interesting things that kind of happen. So anyway, the former customers are owed as little as $6,900 on this thing. Still, that's not uh, which is a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people out there who don't have seven thousand dollars laying around. Uh, but the biggest, the biggest um, amount that they owe a customer, eighty grand. That's you know, if they had to finance that money to start these projects, that's yeah, horrific. It's it's, yes, it's it ruinous. Is. Yeah, it, we'll talk about by the way um, a little bit later in the program. Uh, some of the ways that you can finance this through a mortgage option. So we'll talk about that and what kind of a qualification you have to meet and that sort of thing. Uh, because there's a lot of people out there who are going out and buying houses right now, right? And one of the things that they're looking at is, okay, well, this house needs some work, though. I can buy it, but it needs some work. So how do I actually finance that work? And can I do that when I'm buying a buying a home, you know, or do I have to wait and, and that sort of thing? So we'll talk about some of that stuff in just a little bit. But you were just telling me that you pulled up to a job, Joel, the other day. And it's it's a wreck because the previous oh, yeah. uh, home remodeler just a, re- a remodel that needs to be remodeled. Uh, Actually, it was my dad was telling me because he's the one that went and looked at it. But it was a master bathroom remodel, and there are a number of things that weren't done right. But the last straw was whoever they had do their tile, and it is not Halsey Tile because Halsey Tile would never ever. I mean, I think Good Glenn group of people would, over there. Oh yeah. I think Glenn would just lose it if 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 anybody even thought of doing what was done there. But they they set up the wet saw in the walk-in closet with all the clothes, and they did all their cuts in there. Oh, <laughs> they didn't even take the clothes oh, out of right. the closet or cover them. Oh my god! Oh, so all the clothes had to be dry cleaned, and then when they were, if you guys could see Chris's yeah. face right now. <laughs> that was a, that was a literal gasp. <laughs> He's still trying to catch his breath. <laughs> and then they were taking like their dirty like m- mortar water and grout water and just standing on the stoop and throwing it off. And they stained the house and the sidewalk and breathe. The, yeah, breathe, Chris. You got to breathe, are the, dude. These are you know these are things that you. Oh, his uh, mouth is so wide open yeah. right now. Oh wow, these I, are things I, I, that I'm you appalled. just are like. We we have a hard enough time with with the way things are now with because. Because costs are up, like we've talked about right. on mat- building materials, so we have to explain that to homeowners. Time, because of how backed up everything is, you know, these are things that we have to battle, and then you have to battle uh, with with people coming. And there's not a ton of people like that, but there's enough of them that it gives contractors a bad name. People who will steal money or just do. Yeah. I mean, like, what, what, who, why would you ever even think that it'd be okay to set a wet saw up in somebody's walk-in closet and make cuts and let that water spray on well, their clothes? Even when you make your first cut, okay, let's just say you are that dumb, all right? Right. So you set it up in the closet. You don't real okay, move the clothes out of the way. The moment you turn the thing on and it starts splashing all over the clothes, you think at that point at least the dumbest person would right. say, hey, maybe let's move the clothes out of the closet. Yeah. Did these homeowners like fire these contractors at some at that it, point? I hope. I 
Yeah. yeah how long did how long did they get in the project? Did they no, know I'm that not, they were destroying their I'm clones? Not, I'm not sure every all the all the parameters on this because I I wasn't the one that talked with them. I'm I think if I if if I'm correct that they weren't home that they were gone for on a vacation or something when that was happening. Oh, you never do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. We've talked about this in a previous episode though on on how. Sometimes for, for you know people like you, especially for you, Chris, that it's yes, it makes it easier for you to not have them there, but it also makes it more difficult because you can't communicate with them, right? And they're gone, and right. so if you need to make a decision, you can't get a hold of them if they're on a beach somewhere. Um, so yeah, the idea mentally is that oh, at least I don't have to deal with them. I, you know, I got my space, my time. They're not going to be hovering over me. But then when you run into issues, I mean, it sounds like these people were glad that the uh, the homeowners were gone. <laughs> But, you know, I would assume that, hey, okay, the bathroom's not going to be usable for a while. They're going to go upstairs. We'll hear some noise, but I don't need to go up there and look. So, I mean. Unless they can really trust their contractor, I don't think that leaving for months at a time while you're doing a renovation project is a good idea. All right. So <laughs> maybe step one in avoiding some of these things, don't leave town. Yeah. Regu- regularly check up on the project. Okay. Right. Uh, you don't have to. You don't be a pain in the neck. Let the right. people work. but. Don't disappear. You've got right. to make sure that they're doing the right thing. Uh, it's like one of those things where you come in and you think that you're getting one thing, and it turns out that the bathroom is completely different than what you had ordered, <laughs> and the price is now two, three times as much, and then they're expecting you to settle up, and you're like, wait, this is not what I ordered. That could never no, that's, happen, right? That, a lot of times that happens because the homeowner decides. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, but the this. homeowner decides. But yeah. yeah, but we're talking about the contractors deciding yeah, I mean, here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're dealing with a special kind of dense idiot uh, oh, yeah. who is sitting there setting one of these saws up in a, in a closet with the clothes and doesn't move the clothes. Ah, they get washed out. It's no big deal. <laughs> yeah. and dumping the water out the, and staining the house? I mean, yeah. wow. E- even a new person knows that that's going to stain. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, right? I think so. <laughs> this, is, this is where, wait a minute, do I have too much common sense for this? But this has been one of those things, too, for a long period of time. We joked about the daytime um, judge shows. But this happens a lot in the daytime judge shows with a contractor oh, yeah. kind of messing with a, uh, uh, with, a, with a client. So we'll talk a little bit more about this and how can you properly finance this stuff if you need to and you can't pay cash. Of course, not going into debt is always the best option, yep. but sometimes it's not an option for some people. Uh, we'll talk about that on the show. Uh, again, Measure Twice here on 95.3 MNC. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is Measure Twice, where we help you envision your home's potential on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. we got Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling, Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. I'm Casey Hendrickson. And Measure Twice is brought to you by Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood. Miller's Building Supply, where services priority since 1982, and online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And, of course, Hoosier Hardwood, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. And if you have any questions for us, go to mtwiceshow.com and just go to the Contact Us page. So, guys, we kind of started off the show with this amazing story, uh, tragic story, (laughs) horrible story in in Fargo, South Dakota, where the state had to sue a home remodeler who owed up to three hundred grand to up to 10 clients that they're aware of, where they took their money and either didn't start the work or didn't finish the work. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is one of those things, of course, gives contractors a bad name. And anybody who's watched the daytime judge shows has run into somebody who has been accused or done this to somebody on a regular basis. This seems to be a, a very frequent thing, which, of course, is sad because, you know, contractors, hey, make sure you hire a licensed contractor. Make sure you hire a licensed contractor. And uh, there's a lot of people, for whatever reason, 
don't want to do the work. And there's a lot of people, for whatever reason, don't hire a licensed contractor. Um, and sometimes that comes down to money. Uh, you need to have something done or you want to have something mm-hmm. done, but you don't have the the money in the bank account to do it. So you've got to figure out a way to get creative. And sometimes that means hiring somebody who has a less than stellar work ethic. <laughs> uh, so... Now, and here's the thing, though. You might think you're getting a good deal, but what happens in a situation like what Joel is talking about, where they've just now ruined your your bathroom remodel and your clothing and your personal belongings because they set up their wet saw in your closet, that's going to cost you a lot more money because now you have to pay for the project and all the repairs and everything yep. else that goes into it. And uh, Joel was just telling us that he thinks it's that, that bathroom story. He was just telling us about full remodel, right? Mm-hmm. A full remodel of the remodel. Yeah. So it all has to be torn out and started over again. So they've got to pay for that, too. So, I mean, this is terrible. So now, most of the time with uh, with customers that you guys tend to deal with, most of the time they're, they're writing checks, right? Um, yeah. And so, but there are times where people will need, again, coming into spring and summer, a lot of people are buying homes. Uh, a lot of people are buying homes that need some work. Yeah. And going in right away, they need to be able to go ahead and finance that work. And so I have here from bankrate.com, Mortgages that will pay for home renovations. Now, obviously, you can pay cash, and that's always the best way to do it, so you don't go into debt. Uh, then there's personal loans and things of that nature that you can do, things you can get creative. Um, mm-hmm. We kind of jokingly said, you can route it through your business, <laughs> joking <laughs> things that, you know, again, don't do anything illegal, please. We're not advising that. But uh, there's various ways you can do it. But there's also some mortgage options for people out there. So one of the options is the Fannie Mae Home Style Loan. Now, uh, again, Fannie Mae, these are government-backed loans. And they have recently, in the past couple of years, become easier to get um, since the whole mortgage crisis happened. You know, used to have a much higher credit requirement. So am I getting uh, deja vu here? Everything's getting easier. Everything's getting... Isn't that weird? Everything is getting easier. Yeah. There's nothing new under the sun. No. See, they made things things too difficult for a period of time. And now they're making things too easy again. Because I think to get a uh, a government back mortgage loan, didn't you just have like six fifty or six seventy or something like that for your credit score? And they've lowered it to six twenty now. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. So it's at six twenty. They did this three or four years ago. Huh. You know, which of course a lot of people's credit took a major hit with the uh, with the recession. Right. And so you know, I can appreciate that, but at the same time, it's like, well, yeah, we were we're people had a 575 credit score and we were letting them take out half a million dollar house right. loans. It's like right. That's kind of what led to the problem. Uh, so anyway, the Fannie Mae Homestyle Loan is one of the best known loans for home improvements, apparently. I've never heard of it before. Have you guys? No. Uh, I've never dealt with okay. that. So I, I would assume that if you're buying if you're buying a house and you're looking at a fixer-upper that your realtors probably brought this up to you. Um, and so that's probably why you would know more about it. So anyway... Um, it's available from F- any Fannie Mae approved lender. There are some qualifications that you have to have. Uh, you must have at least a 620 credit score, okay? And you've got to have 5% down payment. So you know you've got to come in with at least 5%, whatever your project mm-hmm. is, is. So if you have Joel, you have Chris come out, give you a quote, uh, you've got to have at least 5% down payment on that. And then, of course, again, plan on things happening because things happen. Exactly. So you've got you got to have that backup plan. Uh, then there is an FHA 203K loan. Now, this is the the Housing Administration home renovation loan. Uh, now, this is the lower credit score requirement loan, um, which is a little bit easier to get into than the one that we just talked about. So this one, again, 620 minimum credit score, but only 3.5% down. Mm-hmm. And higher interest rates. Uh, what? Pfft. 
You mean they're going to try and get some from you on the back end there, Chris? Oh, you betcha. The government? <laughs> Never. Oh, what are betcha. you talking about? Um, now, this this is, I guess there's two different types of these loans for the 203K loan. There's a limited and a standard loan. So the limited is designed for cosmetic improvements, and you can only get a maximum of 35000 Oh, man. <laughs> this is why you don't take a lot of these jobs, Chris. That's right. Um, $35,000. Then a standard FH. That is his minimum. That's, that's, like, that's like the cost of his toilet in the mirror. That's right. Uh, oh, because, I mean, look, you go to Chris for a reason, because you, you want the best. It's that simple. Uh, standard FHA, 203K loan, and you like to be berated while you do it. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm that's kidding. Funny. Whoa. That is funny. Uh, the standard FHA, 203K loan, can be used for extensive remodeling, but it also requires you to hire a qualified 203K consultant. That sounds like more money to me. The government found a way to ding contractors just a little bit more. Oh, you contractor? Yeah. How long have you been in the business? 50 years. Have you ever had a ding against you? No. Perfect record. Great. You still don't qualify to be one of our contractors. Give us thousands of dollars. And we're going to regulate you. Yeah, That's and you'll, exactly get, you'll right. get put on some government <laughs> list. <and> then, <laughs> exactly. Um, so it might be a good option for you all out there. Not a great option, I don't think, for a lot of contractors. But, yeah, it's going to add some cost to it because that's all expensive. Uh, private home renovation loans. you got a home equity line of credit, HELOC. Uh, I think most people understand that. you got some equity in your home. You can go mm-hmm. ahead and get some financing for that. Um, and then, of course, a cash-out mortgage refinance. Uh, which allows homeowners to refinance their mortgage, and it will be for a higher amount than the first mortgage. Yeah. Not sure that's wise. That sounds risky. It, it, it's risky. I, mean, I would I would think that if you could do that, you would probably still be able to do like an equity loan okay. line of credit. Yeah, yeah. I don't really. That's what I was thinking. Because it's, they're they're only going to let you have up to a certain percentage of the total value of your home anyway. Right. So right. it says it will be for the. It, oh, okay. Wait. A cash out refi allows homeowners to refinance their mortgage. This mortgage will be for a higher amount than the first one, and the homeowner gets the difference in cash. Right. Okay. So, better spend that wisely. Yeah, risky, uh, risky behavior. But you know, again, sometimes maybe some of these things are the only options. Um, another thing too to consider is whether or not there has been a natural disaster. We were just talking about the flooding that happened mm-hmm. here recently, and um, and you know, obviously Joel's company and Chris, have you had any clients that have uh, needed that? I mean, that's going to be more structural with flooding, I would assume. But um, you know, but there's been some of these 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 homes. They always damaged you know they've got to be fixed they've got to be done insurance is helping with a lot of that but you know when somebody gets like 100 grand or something like that yeah from their insurance company to redo their house it sounds like a lot of money but if you've got to tear everything out and redo the electrical um you know that hundred thousand gets sucked up pretty darn quick and you might have to come up with extra money to do those repairs so you know these are options if something happened in a pinch or you're buying you know that they'll take into account what the value will be when it's done Mm mm-hmm as long as it's done well. <laughs> we have done previous episodes right. on the maximum return on investment right. for a remodeling projects. You want to probably go back and listen to that. So, yeah, exactly, on the podcast. That's right. At twiceshow.com. That's right. Nice, nice little, little plug there. there. Yes. Little plug. The one thing with, like, the loans and there there are going to be requirements, because we've dealt with these a couple of times in the past, not not a whole lot, but they, they're the banks or the lending broker or whoever it is, there are requirements that have to be met, like certain insulation values and things like that, that people don't 
realize when that you, will have to be when met. you get a government loan in there, I mean, right. all of a sudden the government's like, hey, we've got to screen for radon, or we've got to do this, we've got to do that. You know, Oh, yeah, lead paint, things mm-hmm. like that. I mean, you're, you have to... You have to do stuff with lead paint anyway, but th- there's just certain requirements that they make you take care of things that, or do things that probably you wouldn't have to do. Mm-hmm. But that's something to be aware of. Just you mean you mean the government you know makes us pay more money for stuff that exactly. we don't actually need? That's strange. Yeah, I've never heard of something like that. You sound like a tinfoil conspiracy theorist, man. Well, I just came out of my basement, so <laughs> <laughs> to do this. So there, then I'll go mean, back. Any anything else we miss on that? But it's a good point too. If you're going to go with some government loans, you got to keep in mind that there's probably going to be some government implemented restrictions on those as well. Absolutely. Anything else to add before we move on? Chris, good. All right, Joe, good. good. I'm good. All right, so. Uh, we're going to talk about the best wood species for furniture, right in Chris's wheelhouse. Of mm. course, during the the pre-show, he had one word answer for that. We'll tell you what that was <laughs> coming up <laughs> on Measure Twice here on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Measure Twice, where we help you envision your home's potential. I'm Casey Hendrickson. We have Joel Graver from Graver Custom Modeling and Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. And again, you're listening to Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Measure Twice is brought to you by Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood. Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982. And online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And Hoosier Hardwood. Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors, visit HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. And, of course, if you guys have any questions for us, go to mtwiceshow.com and go to the Contact Us page, and you can uh, send us a question right there on the website. So we left off with the best wood species for furniture. Now, of course, before the show, Chris had a one-word answer for us. He said none. (laughs) 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 What was the three-word answer that you just gave during the last commercial break we were talking about it? I don't remember now. I, I think it was, I, I, I don't, don't care. care. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I specifically <laughs> remember. All right. We made, a, we made a note of that. Let's just throw my credibility under the bus. <laughs> Holy moly. How many times has he told us, no, no, this beautiful wood? And like, oh, oh, man, he's he's harbored some animosity towards I, wood right I, now. I, What's I, going on? Yeah. I'm a wood man, so a good wood piece of furniture is... There's a trick in there. I, I, yeah, I, I sure know there was. was. I, I sure there was. <laughs> and I tr- tried very carefully how I was going yes, to word that. Yes, I always remember that nice lady who came up to you and said, you guys were so close to going over the line. And I was like, I don't want to ruin his, his church life. I want to. No. No. So I ran into an article. This is at House. And uh, the article was, what are the best wood species for furniture? And I've got nine common types of wood that they use in furniture. And I figured I'd go through this list, and um, and if you wanted to weigh in on why they use it, or if it's a trend right now, and because again, styles change, you know. And sometimes we've talked about some of the wood, the wood that has been really popular in the past, fell out of favor, but now they're starting to do different finishes on it, so it's actually kind of coming back, mm-hmm. you know. So different things like that. Uh, number one is beech. <laughs> no, I don't. Not see going in Joel's naked room. Nope. Okay, no, no uh, beach uh, in Joel's naked room. We don't, we don't see a lot of beach used. We see a lot of birch used, and primarily for its hardiness, uh, especially like for dinette sets and things of that nature. Yeah, they say that beach is strong, heavy hardwood, typically found in Scandinavian style rooms. Mm. And, and I think a Scandinavian in... style is kind of making its way over over to the U.S. I think it's starting out east. It's yeah. More and more people are starting to it, do it. It's never really gone away, but it's never really been strong. It's never okay. been something so that's it's a super niche. hot. Yeah. Right, right. 
then you have number two is ash. Ash is a tough hardwood known for its heavy weight, strength, hardness, and shock resistance. Right. That's why they make them make baseball bats out of ash. I, I like how they said uh, commonly found in um, mudrooms. Really? really? Yep. Hard-working huh. hard spaces like mudrooms and laundry rooms. Well, I tell you what, and I mean, uh, one of our manufacturers, Stickley, has introduced a whole collection of ash. Really? Mm-hmm. And it's beautifully done, and uh, again, it's strong, durable. Okay. So ash Easy. is on the uh, the positive spectrum of design right now. Mm-hmm. And walnut. Walnut uh, disappeared for a while because, it did. because of their lack of species. Okay. But now it's back, and it's back strong, and it's an it's absolutely beautiful. gorgeous wood. The yeah. grain on walnut um, can be beautiful. Yeah, just the color. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, I love yeah. walnut. Black, black walnut. Yeah, homes mm-hmm. that uh, commonly found in homes that feature dark stain furniture and finishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do note that it's an endangered species. Yes, it's difficult uh, to get, so, and it's expensive. So when you get it, it's worth it. Right. And, oh, yeah. And, uh, you can put that right beside your rhino hide and <laughs> it's gotta elephant be a, tusks. It's got to be a white or black rhino, though. Yeah. It's got to show the true exclusivity of walnut. That's right. <laughs> those are endangered rhinos, for those of you out there who don't know. Uh, the, well, they just lost the white. Well, yeah, the white one's gone oh, now, right? Yeah, the male. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number four, now that we gave you all a sad on this this weekend. <laughs> uh, number four is oak. oak. Oak is always going to be in our homes, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Not in mine. But, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not the prettiest thing in the world, but oh, and it's, it's quarter sawn. so quarterful. It, if it's quarter sawn... I'm, I'm okay, now riff, what, is, what does that riff, mean? The riff song that we did for yeah. that. Riff song, quarter song, uh, I'm in. Okay, what does that mean, though? It's the, to the people the cor- like the me The quarter song would be like your tiger striping. They used to okay. call it tiger stripe. It's okay. cut, cut at an angle. Yeah. And it, it's it's how it's how it's milled out of the log. Right. Okay. So you're it's basically going in into the quarter. wood on an angle. Right. So you have a, a round log. Mm-hmm. You, you take a quarter of it, and then you just go. It's cut around the log. So like, like in a circular pattern versus right. and so, the length so you of the, get okay. right. So you get a different grain pattern. You get okay. what they call ray flaking, which is the tiger striping, right. which when you quarter sawn or riff sawn oak, you get rid of the cathedral grains okay. that are so prominent right. when you walk into a room and see an oak kitchen. Got yeah. it. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, next on the list is birch. Birch, very good wood. Uh, again, very strong. Very strong and very durable. Commonly found in structural parts of furniture like sofa frames and drawers. And a lot of kitchen tables are made of birch because it's so durable. They actually have a picture of kitchen tables uh, as a, that, I an mean, example. He's not, even, he's not even seeing the computer screen, no, folks. Not. I mean, no, this he's is not. how good this guy is. I, I'm sitting in a different position in the studio. Usually we face each other at the, uh, the table, and I am all the way over here with the mixing board today because I get sick and tired of running back and forth. After I start the recording, I was like, please just let me stay over here. And they gave me gave me the go-ahead today. So he's not actually looking at the screen. Uh, number six is maple. Maple. Yep, mm-hmm. Another good wood. Uh, commonly found in decor that features painted furniture spaces because maple's fine grain takes paint very well. It does. It, um, as a matter of fact, even in kitchen cabinetry, they prefer to paint maple over yeah. birch because uh, they get a better coverage with paint. Makes sense. But it's still also a beautiful wood for just stained um, oh, yeah. in furniture pieces. Okay. I'll get back to everybody on how the plastic dip sticks to it. Okay. Uh, well, okay. That very well because it's such a smooth grain. It is such a smooth <laughs> grain. 
And if you do plastic right, it goes on so smooth. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, <laughs> hey! Did I or did I not try to keep this church yeah. friendly today? I, I did. So. I, I, I kept so. all of my dirty jokes during the commercial break. Well, leave it. Leave it. Leave it to Woody Man. over here. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh. We've, uh. <laughs> segment three is where we lost it. Really, we almost made it, guys. Come on. To that nice lady at Chris's church, I'm so sorry. I tried my best. I was, I was telling myself I'm going to be a good boy. I'm not going to talk about plastic dip too much, and I've only made two or three references to it. For me, that's positive. Yeah, and I kept all the dirty jokes out, man. Joel, number seven, <laughs> number seven. Uh, I did make one naked room reference, like the moment we yeah, started the show, right out of the gate. True, yeah. So, but after that, I was okay. Right. Uh, number seven is cherry. Cherry. Yep. Yep. Found Silver. in kitchen cabinets and islands. And furniture. Islands becoming uh, popular, but the movable islands now becoming yeah. popular because a lot of places have very small kitchens. Those have been around for a while. Yeah. But, but I think they're they're starting to make them, you know, not look like a lumberjack just, you know, uh, threw up inside their kitchen. Yeah. No. Yeah. I love, cherry is a beautiful wood, especially black cherry. I do love black cherry. Um, do they still make black cherry, like, floor? Is, they, they, is that still oh. a thing? I remember several years ago that was a thing. There's not a whole lot of cherry floor. You don't want a cherry floor. No, it's maybe that's soft. why they stopped doing it. It's too soft. Yeah. Do they make like um like some like a like an artificial? You could probably like get a lamb simulation like an of it. Or yeah. a laminate. Because I remember many many years ago when I was looking at um, doing some remodeling on a on a previous house, I remember running into like a black cherry flooring, and I don't mm-hmm. remember if it was real cherry or not. But I remember going, "Wow, that's really pretty." And then I was shot down because no, you don't have a black floor. It's sad. I mean. Uh-huh. I put a cherry floor in our family room, and it's no longer there. Really? High heel shoes. Oh, not that I, you know. Yeah. <laughs> don't even go there. Uh, not that there's anything <clears throat> wrong with that. Leaving divot. If you give the disclaimer, you're okay, Chris. Well, I have daughters that would uh, wear high heel shoes, and they, okay. they leave divots in the mm. in the uh, floor. So beautiful, not exactly the, not, uh, not the sturdiest exactly. thing in the world. But it makes beautiful furniture and makes absolutely gorgeous cabinetry. Mm-hmm. All right. And number eight, mahogany. Uh, not as used as much as it used to be, only because when you think of mahogany, you think of 18th century. They furniture. say it's commonly found in homes with traditional decor. Yeah, very traditional, so. and that's kind of gone off trend. Okay. Number nine, final one, pine. Um, don't see it at all right now. No pine. No pine. Rustic cabins and lake houses is where it's found. So really, yeah. if, if you have a place that has pine, it's because that's what was available you know, a hundred thousand years ago, when the cabin that you just bought for well, three hundred grand was was made, I can remember by some dude named Jim. Yeah, you know, when I started in the industry, pine furniture was was quite prevalent. I mean, it was not a problem to find it. It's just not made anymore because pine is very very soft, and um, it's just one of those trendy mm-hmm. gotcha. kind of comes in and out of trend. So right now, it's not part of the trend. A lot of log cabins and things like that. Uh, well, that's what we, we were talking it. about. Off air was it's m- probably mostly twig work stuff yeah. like what we've talked about. Before. Yeah, and I'm looking at the uh, the bed frame is pine twig work, you know, which we talked about in a previous episode, which you can go download right. at mtwiceshow.com now. Yeah, on the pa- podcast, I can't tell you which episode it's in. <laughs> Maybe it'll make it into the description if you're lucky. But you know what? Just listen to all of them, and then you'll find it eventually. Yeah. There you go. All right. So coming up, um, yeah, maybe get some ideas if you're looking at doing an eco-friendly remodel this spring or summer. Just a couple of ideas on that. We might dive a little bit more into this, uh, you know, in a, another show. But just give you, you know, ideas to think about and maybe some of the stuff that could help you your uh, remodel be a little bit more eco-friendly if you're into that sort of thing. And I'm going to introduce you to something called vegan paint. Can you eat it? I'm out. Apparently you I'm can. Out. I don't know. 
I saw vegan paint, and I said, I am going to surprise all of us by reading it for the first time when okay. we do show. Vegan paint. Vegan, that is interesting. Vegan paint. Wow. I can't wait till we get back. I don't know if it's dairy-free. We'll find out. <laughs> That's coming up next. Measure twice here on New Stock 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Morning weathered with its roof sunk in. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to Measure Twice here on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Of course, Measure Twice is where we help you envision your home's potential, even if it's vegan. We'll talk about that here in just a minute. And again, Measure Twice is brought to you by Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood. Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982, and online at millersbuildingsupply.com. Hoosier Hardwood. Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Go and visit them online at HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. And, of course, if you have a question for us or you want to listen to the podcast, go to mtwiceshow.com, mtwiceshow.com, in case I say it too fast. we got Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling with us, Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. I'm your resident know-nothing, Casey Hendrickson. Um eco-friendly options for your home remodel. A lot of people are doing the home remodel right now, and people are like, yeah, let's do a little bit more eco-friendly. Whether that's because they want a more sustainable lifestyle or they have environmental concerns, whatever that might be, um, there's various reasons why people might do this, and I think that there's still uh, a lot of people looking at ways to save money with power and stuff like yeah. that, so uh, that's always going to be a factor on this. Um, so, I, you know, one of the options in there is to upcycle old furniture, and the first thing I thought of was pine furniture. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> first thing I thought of, uh, just uh, just to, uh, to make Chris happy, uh, so I think everybody understands that, upcycling your old furniture. I mean, there's whole television channels devoted to this. Right. Uh, you can use eco-friendly paint. Now, this is really where I just want to dive into the, uh, let's irritate the one person in the audience who is really gung-ho about this, right? Uh <laughs> Eco-friendly. There's all kinds of eco-friendly. Uh, there's paint. lots. Yeah, yeah low, low VOC, VOC and everything. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Okay, fine. We're all good with that. Great. You don't want fumes around you because you have this weird sort of, I don't know, aversion to getting high. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Most of us are okay with this a little bit in our lives. Not that there's anything wrong with not being okay with it. Um, but there is something called vegan paint. Enlighten us, please. <clears throat> The type of paint that you can use also affects the sustainability of your project. Older paints can contain a lot of toxic chemicals, which can potentially have an effect on the environment. You can even get vegan paint that will reduce your carbon footprint, too. Uh, let's go down the rabbit's hole. I clicked on the link. Vegan paint, right? So, vegan paint. Uh, if you're searching for a genuinely vegan wall paint, and who isn't? <laughs> vegan wood paints and cruelty-free emulsion paints. Cruelty. What? Are they testing paint on animals? I cruelty-free. Yeah, I'm going to guess that they're not. What is paint made of? Is it made of milk? No. No. There used to be milk paint. Yeah. There's, well, there still is. Really? Well, yeah. We now have a great updated range of natural paints, some of which are now free of casein and other animal products. I didn't know they used animal products in paint. Well, now you know. Yeah. You horrible, horrible person, you. All these years I've been using paint. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm so ashamed. Uh, we've got a large range of totally vegan-friendly paints. If you have a vegan home and need to make sure that you're using as many vegan products as possible, this is another great addition. Okay, so what is it made of? 
I, I don't I honest I don't know I really don't know um, there's some anti-allergy paint well that it's been around at least I can understand the premise of that right now I'm curious as to what regular paint is made of me this yeah this is what has me extremely curious because uh, I never really gave it any thought before now all right so what makes this paint special zero emissions Okay, lowers right. your carbon footprint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. By okay. the way, impossible, impossible to be zero emission. Because you're breathing out carbon. Uh, well, you're breathing it, and there's a facility that has to manufacture this who is right, right, yeah, right. using energy and materials. It is impossible to have zero emissions, okay? Are these Purely a, impossible. Is it a vegan paint in a plastic can? Or it does it look in? like it's... It does... Okay, so I see plastic. A biodegradable... I do hopefully. see plastic, but I also see a standard paint can, which so, I'm just going to assume is recycled. By the way, is probably aluminum, right? Because yeah. most aluminum um, that the United States produces is secondary aluminum, which is recycled aluminum, which, by the way, has emissions. Sure. There's a whole process for recycling it. Right. Recycling's good, don't get me wrong, but there's an emission uh, emissions with that. It covers all of the usual surfaces that just about any just about any ordinary paint will cover. So it won't cover everything, I guess, but just about everything. <laughs> uh, suitable for covering old vinyl paints and new plaster. It is odorless. <laughs> they use the O U R for odorless. Oh. Odorless. <laughs> it's Francois. Uh, tiny odor disappears as soon as it is painted. Wait a minute. So it's odorless, but then they say there's a tiny odor. Mm. But it disappears after a while. It is natural and non-toxic. You can drink it. Ugh. Uh, they don't say that. I'm just encouraging anybody who buys vegan paint. Maybe drink it. Get back to us. Let us know how that goes. Yeah. Uh, whiter than ever and non-yellowing. That sounds racist. Matte finish, washable and flexible. Oh, it's flexible. Like Plasti Dip. Yeah. Plastidip's flexible. Do they have vegan Plastidip, I wonder? Um, you I know what? Plastidip's so awesome, the animals love it. So you really hate animals if you're not using Plastidip, Chris. Uh, excellent. I love... Okay, I do like this. Excellent obliteration. I can get behind any product that is excellent at obliteration. Basically, I mean, just one coat is usually sufficient. There is they no sell that at Walmart. I have no never paint seen that paint. one coat. <laughs> exactly. Excellent obliteration. One coat is usually sufficient. In other words, it's not. Exactly. No. Yeah. Usually. They, 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 have, uh, they have one coat paint and primer and one at Walmart, too, for like three bucks. Uh, <laughs> quick drying. I know, because I have it in my garage right now, and I'm on my like fifth coat. Uh, quick drying four to six hours between coats. That, it's quick drying. Four to six hours between coats, guys. I want to know how much it is a gallon. Uh, 48 hours to fully cure. Okay. That's typical. Okay. You can brush. You can roll it. You can spray it. Uh, many new colors. Baseball colors. French, too. Uh, anyway, so this is a company called Auro. Auro. A-U-R-O. I think they're trying to spell arrow, but they also misspelled that. Um, I... I, I Okay, okay, the ingredients list, finally, at the very bottom. Okay, mineral fillers, water. Ooh, can't have zero emissions if you have water. Sorry. Uh, Replobin, titanium dioxide, cellulose. It does have animal products. I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Surficants made of rapeseed, castor oil, ammonia, and thiazolis. 
Oh, by the way, all of the other eco stuff that we were going to talk about. Um, okay, look for recycled wood and work with eco-friendly companies. There you go. It's <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Make Pretty much. sure you have a contractor that sells you carbon credits, folks. That's the only way that you're going to be able to do this. Um, Recycled wood, huh? I did see a sign for geothermal like old, the other day. Old studs from yeah. other projects. Reclaimed wood. A lot, uh, lot of people are doing that now. And you can find some beautiful old wood in some of these old barns and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just wondering, like, you know, like, recycled wood, like, hmm. lumber out of old houses that people want to use for their studs. Sure. Yeah. You know that counter that we're throwing away because we're putting the new granite countertop mm-hmm. uh, in the kitchen, but you want to have a good support base underneath it, you know, so it'll last. So that particle wood that's underneath your old countertop, that's all, you know, just reclaim that. You're good. There you go. Yeah, that works. Um, but I did see a, I did see some signs, you know, speaking of eco, I did see some signs for geothermal the other day driving around that there's a geothermal company that was working on a house that happens to be on my path to work. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Don't, don't hear about that a lot here. Um, but that, that is something to save you a lot of money. If you're looking at doing a uh, an eco-friendly remodel to mm-hmm. save you money and be more environmentally friendly uh, on that aspect of it. So there are things that you can do. But really, I just wanted to talk about the vegan paint this last <laughs> segment. That's really what I wanted to talk about. Uh, guys, anything you want to leave everybody with? we got to bounce out of here. We're running late. What are you looking at over there? I am He's reading all about uh, vegan oral paint. paint. Okay. Vegan paint. I'm Coming to see Kramer Interiors I'm reading the frequently soon. asked questions. So it's <laughs> is one of is one of them. How can you be zero emissions when there's a manufacturing process for your, your not products? Not zero emissions. It even says it right here. Right here. Well, why does it say it on their website? I was on their website. Well, I'm talking about. Oh, I guess odorless. Oh, there, there is odor. The first. What makes this paint so special? First thing on their website at organicnaturalpaint.co.uk. Zero emissions. Number one thing. That, yeah, that's impossible. I thought false advertising was illegal in Europe too. And it says, what product can I use without hesitation for the treatment of wooden toys or cribs? Plastic. Plastic. <laughs> it's grippy and rubbery. All right. We got to bounce out of here. We're running a little bit late. But uh, <laughs> vegan. So, look, you learn something new. You've got That's vegan right. paint, and it's odorless. That's right. Which means it has an odor, but it doesn't last very long. <laughs> it's saliva and perspiration proof. Okay. Just so you know. Just okay. so you know. So it's plastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's waterproof. Hey, wow. folks, go to mtwiceshow.com. Send us your questions. We appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on Measure Twice here on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Thank you so much for listening to Measure Twice on 95.3 MNC. If you have any questions for us, go to our website, mtwiceshow.com, and click on the Contact Us button. And make sure you tune in next week to Measure Twice on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.